Hey girl, hey. Hi. <laughs> I just sounds like I just woke up. Because <laughs> I did. Wait, how? Oh, I don't sound no. like that? No, not really. Oh, then it's fine. Never mind. I didn't say a single thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, doll. How are you? I'm good. Oh my gosh. I feel so happy that I'm talking to you now. Aw, well, please introduce yourself to the people. Okay. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Dainty, Chef Dainty, and I am a vegan chef from New York. <laughs> what part of the Bronx? I mean, the Bronx. Wow. What part of New York specifically? <laughs> okay, specifically, I am from the Bronx, South Bronx, and I moved to Mount Vernon when I was a teenager, and I live in Georgia now. What was life like growing up for you in the Bronx? Give people what they wanted to The truth. The truth. The truth. <laughs> okay, so starting out in middle school, I would walk to school a lot by myself. And so I started noticing the, the, the hood niggas. The hood, the hood dudes, right? Can you hear that now? Can you hear <laughs> Say okay. whatever you feel like. It's my podcast. So, Okay. So, world, so you know however you speak is how you speak. Okay. So um it was a lot of them. Um I didn't really pay them no mind, but I would notice the other girls in my school, middle school at that, were talking to these dudes. And I I was it was very foreign to me. I've never seen anything like that. So I was like, okay, whoa. Um then I moved uptown by the um, Wakefield 241st mm-hmm. when I was a teenager and girl that's when everything changed <laughs> what do you mean it was grown men grown men taxi men talking to teenage girls so is the taxi men it is scary and predatory boy they have no oh my goodness but see taxi this is not Jamaica sir okay yes you are so not like, away you- with it at some point, you know, you can't just be like, oh, hey, hey, because they're going to be like, oh, you friendly. Like, I want to talk to you. Exactly. So now I have to come off the train with my face screw up, walking mm-hmm. like I have an attitude. Someone tried. No, I'm good. No, no, no. Like, you have to be rude. And I remember my mom one time, she was like, you know what? The best thing for you to do is just be nice. You could always avoid anything you because these people are crazy. Like, they would just want to fight you and kill you in the street just because the way how you talk to them. Right. So I had to learn to just start being nice. And so a funny story behind that. Um, one day I was coming off the train, but I exited on the other side of the train station. So if anyone's familiar with Wakefield, you have the pizza, um, the pizza shop side, and then you have the other side with the bodega and everybody else is over there. On so the I started getting off on McDonald's? Yes. Yeah. Um okay. yes, yes, yes. That's where McDonald's is at. Mm-hmm. So I ended up walking on that side and there were older Jamaican men but they were like a little bit more like on the Rasta side mm-hmm, so yeah. then when, they, when they'll see me they'll say oh um Empress I knew you were going to say yes <laughs> <laughs> so one of the guys he knew my mom because my mom would take their taxis and he said you know every time I see you you're just always so dainty and little and nice and you know you don't bother nobody and I was like yeah thank you and I was like, hmm, Dainty. And I took that name, and that's how my name ended up becoming Dainty Impress on Instagram. So I dropped the Impress, oh, and I just okay. Dainty. Yes. <laughs> so Dainty is a synonym for beautiful, so that's why I just kept everything. Huh? That's a full circle moment. Yes. Full circle. I didn't expect it. Yes, everything is always connected. So, so since um, Mr. Mr. Man, Mr. Rostaman saw that you were dainty uh-huh. and nice and sweet, um, could yeah. you tell us what does what did femininity mean to you back then, and what does femininity mean to you now? Mm, back then, it was the traditional ladies, little girls should be seen and not heard. Mm, very um, Caribbean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, you know, when you talk, you can't talk too loud. Um, when you're in public, you should just, you know, be as quiet as ever. Don't make too much eye contact with people so they'll think that you're open and easy. Mm. Um, yeah, it was a lot of that. It was a lot of that. And you know what? It's crazy hearing, saying this now. That can make a lot of young women rebel from super early in age. 
because right. it's like why are you trying to restrict me from doing all these things and what can I do right so back then it was just a strict straight arrow don't go too far to the side don't be too tomboyish because no you're not a lady you're not a girl you know you're just acting too wild mm-hmm. now as an adult <laughs> oh it means to just live comfortably in your skin okay and take pride in the god-given woman parts that we have our ass our tits our womb take pride in that take pride in the curves that you have because it's a beautiful thing to be a woman yeah and it's not just a way you dress i mean that can add to it definitely but it's more so from the inside like you have to be fully comfortable don't be freak nasty now open and out there but just be comfortable with being a woman because we give we give life like that's a beautiful thing right yeah we 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 go through what we go through every month which i want to touch on but that doesn't have to make us any less than you know what we really are and we are beautiful creatures and we are Mm -hmm. men's gifts okay yes that's why we're (laughs) the prize so that's what femininity i always watch this damn word (laughs) but that's what it means to me so i try to you know show that in my instagram post a lot you really encapsulate it to me like you are so Mm -hmm. soft and (laughs) you have this aura of like i am that woman not even that girl but i am that woman address yes. me accordingly yes but quite um just to, exactly how i am I, I love it but to go back did you growing mm-hmm. up were you like strictly re- religious <clears throat> no okay no Mm-mm. my mom wasn't but she you know very strict the caribbean household you know so it's like we had to, I don't know if it's my mom's upbringing, but we never really spoke on that, but it's just like, don't even, I, I couldn't even question adults at that too. So I would never know, probably now. Um, but it was just, it was just a Caribbean thing. Like, you know, don't act this way, don't do this because men don't want to talk to you. Yo, you know, that's one thing a Caribbean parent will do is <laughs> something that you've done back to a man. Yeah, one <laughs> me, you know, I'm I'm also West Indian, and yeah. my grades were like, they were okay. Like I was like a B average without trying and a C if I was mm-hmm. like really not caring, which is so sad. Yeah, that's not and my parents would turn it back to, no man would want a dumb girl. Like, yeah, you think yeah. I'm mad? And then you know, like me, I was kind of like, I was always about fun and the create and being creative and not. Mm-hmm cleaning up and being tidy and organized and <laughs> was like what men are you gonna bring to your yard in the time so you're just dirty and rare and tete <laughs> tell me about it let me tell you how having a caribbean parent will make you yeah. flip your wig ah but, but you know what I'm, i get it as an adult mm-hmm. you have no choice but to hug them and shake their hand because I am so happy. Yeah, no, it makes sense now. <laughs> With it the could. way my mom raised me, oh my goodness. Like, it's just crazy because that also can show the um, type of men that you attract. True. Get into it, please. Let the, like, the girls... Oh, girl, what? Like, it shows in everything because if you're not used to keeping your home tidy, right, then you're necessarily not going to always be fully tidy. Like, you can look good, but there's always going to be something that's like, oh, no, this is off. Like, you're always having this like this because you're comfortable like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, there's, there's a such thing as a high-value man, okay? And it's not only about money. It's the way they carry themselves. Girl, oh, my goodness. Like, who? <laughs> the grown men? The grown men? Okay? They will treat you like a true lady, like a king. The gentlemen out there like a queen they are just like amazing but you have to be like on your shit yeah like as a grown woman and grown women are always up kept you know we keep our nails neat our toes neat like you keep your body polished you keep your home polished and you keep your spirit polished too and right. it's so beautiful like they are just 
to wellness and spirit i do want to ask because you are down south now um a lot of the well let me not say a lot back in the day in the beginning of the covid times i was heavily into um the femininity gurus space on youtube and that's why i started this because i felt like what was popular was kind of anti-hood and not inviting women of the hood or people of the hood to the conversation of elevation because it was sort of like them niggas don't want to come with us they don't want to be great and basically what these people were making it seem like mm-hmm. yeah and it was like well damn well if you address them accordingly or you invite them and you don't kind of talk down on them maybe one day it'll click you know whoever it will come for it will come for it. but that doesn't mean you should kind of knock them down before the message is even relayed so i'm saying all that to say do you feel like you can be more feminine down south versus um when you were living in the city mm. um it's a catch 22 with that okay because i can be that way down here but then a lot of the times these men are like always lurking like especially mm-hmm. if you look good they're always going to be lurking so now I'm in a position where this guy is in my face and I'm being feminine I'm being soft with him like okay yeah hi no it's okay no thank you I can't reject him that much because now he's going to get ignorant his ego's going to kick he's like what the fuck you're being nice to me so now he's going to try to hurt me so now I have to think of my safety so I was like shit so I have to give up my Instagram and be like yeah no I'll call you later I'll, I'll find you on Instagram like I have to be nice like that in New York, I can do the same thing as well, but then I'm gonna have the same problem. Dudes are gonna try to think they can get a little further with it. Now, if I be rude, it's gonna be a problem. And half of the time, they're gonna be expecting for me to be rude because I'm dark-skinned. Okay. And dark-skinned women have this stigma that they're always with an attitude, but it's like, you see why we have to have an attitude because you guys don't listen. Right. And you know, also like being up here, I feel like they think women have an attitude anyway. Like if you mm-hmm. look at how content yeah, you get in songs too. women. Pardon? Yeah, they say it in they say it in songs as well. Oh, I mean yeah, like people just know New York City women to be rude and everything, but mm-hmm. at the time personally I feel like it's um like I feel like we're polite at first, like the first time and then the second time we don't give you a chance to to come back for the third time. Whereas mm-hmm. down south, women are more like, okay, so this person could potentially stalk me to my car, stalk yeah. me. Let me be cute. Let me be quaint. Let me let me let me keep yeah. cute and calm. Whereas up here, we don't give no shit. We don't care. You gonna take me out? We we both going out swinging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the same thing I said the other day. Oh my! I was talking to my cousin, and I think I said something like that. I forgot exactly how I said it, but I said something like that. And I was like, you know, I can't bring my New York mentality down here. Hmm. I can't. I can, like, if a female thinks that I'm soft, then yeah, because a lot of these females, and I'm not trying to say nothing too much, but I've noticed a lot of females in the South, Mm -hmm. they don't really like women from up North. Because it's like, oh, all y'all coming down here trying to take our niggas, which there's none. (laughs) Um, But it's like, they just feel like we're trying to come and just change shit up. And it's like, no... We just don't like, like different stores. Yeah. So I feel like I can't bring my New York mentality down here. I have to keep it a little more street smart. So I can't be as arrogant, but I gotta be smart. But I gotta first of all, these people, they they people from the south and from the north is really different. Like the vibe is completely different. Like I don't like going out to Atlanta. It just feels like they they don't give a shit <laughs> like they don't give a shit they will shoot you right in the club like right it's crazy so i have to be mindful of not being around certain areas so would you say time. i'm sorry to cut you off would you say mm-hmm. that being feminine down there is more of a a defense mechanism to be safe yep. mm-hmm. damn mm-hmm. i mean that's how i do it i don't that- know about other women but yeah, yeah. But, and I feel like I have to be that way because I don't know so much there. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, I don't know their thing. Like, women from the South, they would know how to handle them. I'm from up North. 
Right. So I can't handle him like how I would handle a dude from New York. Because yeah. now he's like, oh, wait, hold on. What the fuck? It's like, you know how to cuss somebody from New York. Yeah, exactly. And see, I'm still, I'm going to cuss you. Dotsy, I'm nasty. And then when I say things, you're like, what? Like, what? <laughs> so to avoid all of that and to keep my peace, because literally that's what I want to keep my peace, mm-hmm. I just, I just smile and go. So and also, I always look at it like I never know whose day I'm changing. So I just be nice. Equally, though, would you say mm-hmm. that? harassment is harassment you don't like leaving the hood doesn't mean the harassment stopped or the predatory behavior stopped no once you have a vagina you're gonna get it thank you thank you because these girls <laughs> on the youtube you ladies need to leave the hood you got no what out there yes girl like I that's have- bullshit because they be the same ones running to the hood to go hello hood niggas like <laughs> oh hello, hello. They, that's exactly what they do. They try to tell the hood girls to leave the hood so they can come back and get all the, you know, mm-hmm. the dunk, 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 you know. Yeah, they don't want to get dunked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's exactly why. Okay, oh, but I'm wow. glad you said it because, you know, they were expressing, from my perspective, a lifestyle they don't even know about. Like, me as a girl growing up in the Bronx, I'm still growing up in the South Bronx. I mean, I'm not a girl, I'm a woman. Yes. You know, maturing in the Bronx. Um, like, okay, I get what you're saying. There are predatory men, but there are definitely men who hold the door open for me, whether I look high back yes. or feminine, or whether I mm-hmm. look like I just, you know, just rolled out of rolled up out of bed and put a bonnet on. You know, people mm-hmm. respect me regardless of how mm-hmm. I present myself when I'm in the hood. I can't speak for the suburbs, or you know, I can't. I don't even know what to call those areas, like outside of. What? a city area that seems suburban but urban at the same time we don't have um, much in new york but i think yeah, it was called like rural rural areas or something like that rural, I'm, i thought rural was like farmland like mad jersey jersey cows and shit anyway those developing well, maybe it's a suburban because i think maybe it's a suburb, suburb. You know, where it's you know rural I but urban i'm sorry mm-hmm. no i said i think i'm making up words now with the suburban yeah no yeah no no you're right like suburban is just a rural urban area so sub suburbs so mm-hmm. uh yeah but let's jump into the next question because you know girl I have a little bit of a trauma before this that's why I knocked out <laughs> as long as I did a taco Tuesday <laughs> um so why is wellness how I go from drinking to wellness why is wellness important to you explain to us wellness veganism all that jazz oh you want the whole shebang bang shebang um, bang okay so for me wellness is how you think um how you eat things that you well music or things that you listen to definitely your environment um environment for one for me um living in new york city especially coming into COVID, it was already a lot. Like New York is a lot. And when you already have high ass friends and you have very demanding jobs, although these jobs pay amazing, the higher the higher your pay is, the more demanding it is and you possibly have no life. So you're sleeping to get back on the train to go back to work. Tell me about um, that's a lot. It's mm-hmm. a lot. And adding on to majority of the time, you're going to be disrespected either on your way to work or home. That's another thing. Um, that's a lot for a female. And it was getting to me. And I wanted to start, you know, focusing on my business. I was going through a lot of transitioning, transitions um, in 2019. So that basically sparked my shit to leave. Um, but as a female nobody wants to have to deal with that and a lot of these grocery stores are favorable bodegas they put so much garbage in these bodegas it's mm-hmm. crazy like it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot and these things are targeted in certain areas right now the music right the music 
music always can make you feel good. It can make you feel upset, pissed. Unfortunately, some people make music to make you feel depressed. Um, it make you feel horny, right? <laughs> so these music that is on these mainstream radio stations, a lot of the music is empty. It's empty music. It's not talking about anything productive. It's not telling you anything. You got to go and search up and follow certain Instagram accounts to find out things that you didn't, you don't hear nobody talking about. Right. They're talking about the same thing. And we all know how to do the same thing that they talk about. So adding that, you know, that's already trash. The food is trash. Your environment is trash because people don't want to get shit together. And then you have your emotional part. Mm. You have your physical part that you have to deal with. Maybe you have money issues like crazy or you have body issues that you're suffering with. That's a lot. That's all going to mess a person's head up. Everything is connected. So people get depressed because the smallest stuff. They don't have nobody to talk to. COVID kicked in. It just threw everything in a whirlwind. Like, it was wild. Seriously. Like, everybody's fucking bonkers up in New York City. I'm not even going Exactly. Totally unexpected. And then, you know, they rolling out this stuff with the money. So it's like, it was a lot. And I was like, this is too much. Like, I felt myself going crazy because I just kept wanting peace. I wanted my business to go smoothly because I'm dealing with food, right? And right. I always feel like anything you touch, it can go good or can go bad. So in order for me to be focused on my meals and my plates that I'm doing, because I'm feeding it to someone because this is healthy food, this is food that I need to focus on, why would I be all messed up on the inside? Mm -hmm. I'm creating these dishes and I'm giving it to people to eat. What are they going to feel after they eat my food? So you believe in the transfer of energy between people to people and people to things? Yes. Mm -hmm. Because I, I make it my business. I try my best. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. We fall asleep a lot. Mm -hmm. I try my best to read my Bible a lot, right? And one thing that always stuck out to me is in Genesis, it says that, I don't, I don't know what verbatim, but. <laughs> okay, we're not going to. God. Religious um, God podcast, so we're not sure that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he spoke the truth. He spoke life, right? And he always, and it says that we have power in our tongue to speak life or death. So if you're always speaking negatively, if you're always thinking negatively, that's what's going to be happening around you. That's just going to always, negative stuff is going to happen. If you're hearing it on the radio, if you're seeing it in your food, if you're seeing it on TV, that's always going to be around you. But if you try to stay close to the Bible, you try to read the word, you try to just be around good vibes, good people, positive things around nature, around life, whatever, babies, you know, kids, then you're your chances are you're going to be having more luck going on around you, more blessing. And you're trying to change yourself as well. Because if you change yourself, other people are going to start watching you. And they're going to try to see within themselves, like, maybe I should change something for mm. the better. Yes. So all of that is mindfulness. Yeah. When we're, like, before I said to you, um, I smile at them, even though it's, it's it's a scare tactic for me because it's like okay it's a defense thing for me but again I could have made that person stay just right. for me smiling so now it's a common thing like I'm always walking down the street smiling and someone like, oh hey how you doing hey how you doing I don't know who the hell that is but I'm gonna say hi oh my shit my son is always like mom they got, you. Uh -huh. they got huh? to move out of you <laughs> <laughs> you know we don't smile with anybody I know but you know what even in Jamaica when I was younger, <laughs> when I was younger, I would be out and people would always say good night. And I'm like, good night. Like, <laughs> but my mom always told me don't talk to strangers. Right. But everyone down there talks to everyone. So I'm like, okay, I'm confused now. So I asked, I'm like, you know, everybody was telling me good night. She's like, yes, that's what they do down here, down there. You can't do that up here because they're going to look at you and they're going to teach you. So, you know, be mindful of that. But my being mindful is there's always someone out there that's probably on their last day there's mm -hmm. someone out there that's going through something there's someone out there that needs to realize there's a god that there's someone nice 
You know what I mean? Because everybody's in their own world, literally. I was saying that to myself today. Like, yo, I literally be in my own world. Yeah. Like, once I come outside to throw out the garbage, it's like, oh shit, like, there's people out here. <laughs> but I'm so used to being home and because my backyard is, is like all wood. So it's like, that's my peace. That's my fun. Like, and then unless when I'm coming back to New York, you know, to do a pop-up or whatever, then I'm coming right back home. This is my peace. So... And it's also for me to recharge because a lot of the times, being that I always have to be so vibrant and so nice and so calming, mm-hmm. it's draining. I bet. It's very draining because it's like there's always people coming to me that they've seen my light and they want they want a part of it. They want to understand like how how can I get like that? And I'm like, read your Bible. I'm glad you're healing. Like it's it's a lot. You have to heal from a lot of things. I definitely so all of that is like mindfulness. Like to sorry. me. Sorry mm-hmm. to cut you off. Um, I definitely yeah. feel like feminine power mm-hmm. is healing power, and mm-hmm. the more you rest in your feminine, the more you're mm-hmm. likely to attract people who need healing, whether they're yeah. physically male or female. You know, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. there's this push on social media for like just to always rest in your feminine and mm-hmm. no one talks about how draining that must be to always be soft to always be kind to always have an open ear to always be healing to always be understanding like we're here but I'm gonna tell you I found the secret <laughs> <laughs> So I found the What's secret. The secret? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's gonna be crazy when I tell you this. So, um, in order for her to recharge, you know, it's not good for a feminine to always be by herself. So mm-hmm. once you have a like-minded man that finds you that way, it's like you both can pour into each other. So whenever you're feeling drained, he's right there, like filling you back up. You know, oh, so the, your man or your mask will pour it into you some more masculine energy. No. Yes. Yes or no? Yes, yes. That's exactly oh, okay, what I mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I can hear you right. Um, no. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Mask? Like a mask? Yeah, like a mask. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my. What's a mask? What is that? Um, yes, yes, yes. And it's, it's, it feels good because it's now it's like, all right, I've, I've saved the world, not even, not so much, but I, I did my part, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes when you're trying to just show people a certain thing, something new, and they're not accepting it, it's kind of difficult. Because it's like, I'm trying to show you something. Mm-hmm. You're not paying attention. You're not listening. So it's like, you got to keep putting that out. It's like having 10 different kids, like 10 different toddlers, <laughs> and you're taking care of them at the same time. Like, Ucha, I don't know how teachers do it. But it's like that. Like, you have to keep saying it over and over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. So... And I, I realized a lot of that come with being a nurturer. Right. Like being like a mom, like a mom figure. I mean, I am literally a mom, but it's like, it's, I think it's that, like people gravitate to that, like the mama in you. Yeah. So how would you suggest a woman from the hood, uh-huh. how should they introduce mm. um, positivity and spirituality into their life what would be a good start Ooh. now there's levels um, to this because there's the woman in the hood that's attention to their body okay how do you suggest one yeah. a lot of money maybe they're who doesn't um ebt's you know the food that they provide on ebt's trash and then the fruits and vegetables are you know how do you suggest they do that with their body well here's the thing right because i know wick 
when I was young, when I was pregnant with my son, I was going to be an advocate for breastfeeding mothers on WIC. And I know they have farmer's markets. Like, they, they give vouchers for farmer's markets. Mm-hmm. So everywhere, there's a farmer's market. Every borough has a farmer's market, but they don't talk about this. That's true. And the farmer's market, that's where you're getting organic vegetables because these people actually grow them by themselves in their own yeah. little area. It's too. Say it again? I think it's like a lot. Like New York City has a, a, a partnership with New York Farms and yeah. they'll the food down. Mm-hmm. Every borough has one. Hunts Point has one. White Plains, I remember they always had it on Wednesdays. So there's never an excuse. Everything okay. is out there. It's just the resources and doing your homework, finding these things out. So the first step with that is paying attention to your body. Because as a female, we always have to make sure, you know, our kitty cat's smelling good, you know, um, our armpits are smelling good. And you have to be mindful of what you're eating because that can add to you having severe cramps or you having, you know, body order issues or what is it, um, acne and all that. It's just a bunch of different stuff. Losing your hair. It's like a lot of stuff that's connected with your food. Yeah. So, so I would say first, start off with paying attention to your body and what you're eating. Would you say that that will help one's um, clarity, their mind, and just overall behavior? And like yeah, because when, when you eat different, it, I don't know how to explain Like when you eat different, it feels lighter, right? So now you're sleeping better. And it just makes you feel a different way. I don't know how to explain it though. Cause I know when I first started, I was always hungry. That's one thing. And I think after a while, I started fasting, but I didn't realize I was fasting. Mm. So, yeah, it was so weird. Like, I just started drinking a lot of water for, like, days, and I, I was losing a lot of weight, but I was feeling different. And I didn't get cravings for, like, sweets anymore. A lot of stuff that I used to love eating, I wasn't getting cravings for that. And then I started doing research, and I seen that when we fast, we're breaking off a craving that we always had right because now your bot your mind is like oh crap okay we gotta recalculate what's what we're used to doing now what we're used to having what do we like now so starting off with your food um start practicing just smiling more <laughs> smile more it, yeah and now that everybody has to wear their mask you can smile under that wear your sunglasses too if they see your eyes chinky you know they're not gonna ask me questions hopefully smile more because when you smile it just makes you feel better so now it's like it's like a natural high you end up getting on like I don't know how to explain it but it's like you don't nothing bothers you that much after a while when you you fake a smile it it ends up being real so yeah okay well, that's a lot but if you gotta do it go ahead and do it um, <laughs> and uh, also I would <laughs> like I I feel like um, even now that we're all connected to our phones damn near I feel like that sounds really bad saying that too but um I'm gonna I'm try to think on that again but a good thing is list, like watching a lot of um, Instagram comedy skits, you know, because you're laughing more. So it's like you don't always have to feel angry when you're out in the street. Uh, I get what you mean. Or when you walk by, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like you're always laughing about something. You're always feeling good. So it's like your body's kind of getting used to that happy drug a little bit. Yeah. The dopamine. Yeah. And it feels so good. <laughs> It feels so good. Like, it, uh, yeah, it feels good. I like that feeling. And you know what? I know I'm trying to do my research on that as well, but I know, like, with sex, that releases a chemical in your brain. I just don't know which one, but that 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 drug, I want I want that, but I don't want to have to do that. 
right? <laughs> so I try to find different things. <laughs> I try to find different things to do that will make me like have that burst of energy, that burst of like, oh yeah. So, you know, even if that means doing something that you like, you know, because I know being in the Bronx and being in the buildings and stuff, you don't have much outdoor activities. So it's like get creative. I mean, we cook do. something, make something. Don't even know that. This is actually the what? greenest borough. It is. The Bronx is the greenest borough. But I'm so saying, many it's freezing cold. Like, I mean, you're right. Nobody <laughs> want to go outside when it's freezing cold. <laughs> it's warm outside right now. It's like a 50 degrees. What? It's 50 something. Girl. Actually, because, you know. I mean, to New York. Yeah. It's warm. Listen, it's 54, 54, 59, 57, 50. That's our, that's our forecast. It is warm. Global warming, baby. Oh my, I know that. But like, I'm <laughs> over here thinking that's going to be freezing cold because I'm, I'm down here. So I want to come up and have all my clothes put together. I have like so many sweats. I have on boots. I don't need all that then. No, not really. I mean, that's sweats are fine. Crazy. You know, you could wear- you're, you're fine. Yeah, that's a, that's a speed. You know how our weather just switch up. Yeah, but I I haven't been like last winter. Then again, you see, I don't really get cold. That's my thing. Cause like I I drink a lot of ginger tea. So like even when it's supposed to be freezing cold, I'm not really cold. So I don't really be knowing. Your body thermostat is always like up. Thirty something. Yeah, I'm always hot. <laughs> always hot. <laughs> always hot. Always. Uh, like, can we like, chill off the ginger? Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. No, ginger is one of those. Um, it's like pepper. It'll make your body it's a thermostat. But can we get into going from a Maddie to a baddie? Meaning, how do we go from being Mr. Screwface walking throughout the hood? Uh. Mm-hmm. Nothing's bothering me. I have no facial expression. Smirk out of me from because you know if we live here, I'm sorry, you can't walk around all ha- happy and hey, hey neighbor, what's no, up? While they are living here, how face, you know what can help? Keep your headphones or that's advice you can give. That uh, how do I say? It? Around that, walking around like that, not a good thing. Maybe that would be a better question to ask. Mm, okay, why? Well, for one, I just, I just don't see now. Me now, I don't see the benefit in walking around with a screw face because I'm always in my head, and mm-hmm. I feel like once you're comfortable in yourself and you're comfortable that you you're comfortable knowing that regardless of what no nobody can harm you no one can do anything to you Mm -hmm. you're a little bit not so much thinking of the outside right for me like when i'm thinking of the outside it's like oh shit this nigga's gonna try to talk to me let me fix my face right or oh this girl's standing here looking a certain way let me fix my face but if you're not thinking of the outside, if you're just in your own world or you just tune into what you're doing, your music, you can be floating about your way and no one's going to harass you. No one's even going to look your way. They're going to look at you, yeah, but they're not going to harass you. That's how right. I feel. I don't know if that was a good way of answering that question just now. No, I get what you mean. Like, if you are focused on you, you cannot bring their energy onto you. So if you kind of yeah. food that, hey, this person's going to bother me, guess the fuck what? Mm-hmm. They're going to bother you. Yeah, because I don't feel like if you put your attention on something, it's going to go to, it's going to turn to what you want. Mm-hmm. So that's why I try to sometimes avoid making eye contact with people. I try so hard not making eye contact with people because I feel like once I look at someone, they're drawn into me now. And now they're going to want to talk to me. It's like, oh God, I didn't want this. It's like, okay, now I have to be nice. So, and you know, you I don't know. Say it again. You have that look. I've seen it on your um, 
when you do when you do what? The <laughs> explaining like how to raise vibrations and be a- excluding the money and stuff like that you have like this this serpentine thing going on with your eye but in a good way Oh my. <laughs> you know I'm not the first to say a girl. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Unless I am. Okay, so <laughs> you're not. <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend said the same thing to me. And I have to explain this part now. <laughs> so Yes, these the girls. How do we get that look? No, 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 no. <laughs> you said you don't want it, girls. <laughs> gift and a curse right and the reason why I know how to turn I think I feel like first of all hands down I feel like every woman has this in them right it's like okay. the inner the inner uh, make you do what I want right we all do it with our boyfriend we do it with our husband our men now I feel like um, exotic dancers they have perfected this and that's how they're able to do this in their workplace Mm-hmm. Now with me, I've learned if I'm talking about health conscious eating, um, being mindful of the garbage that you're putting in your body, the ingredients of these things, mm-hmm. a lot of the time people are not going to listen to me, right? So I have to think like, okay, what is it that these people want? What they like? They're visuals, right? And I had to get comfortable with being on screen now. Mm-hmm. So I had to show myself. So in order for me to show myself, I have to kind of make it like you want to watch what you're looking. You want to see me right now. You want to watch this video. So while you're watching me, I'm talking about something healthy for you. Right. So now you have to watch it again because it's like, wait, what was this now? So it's like, oh, okay, I have to eat this way. Oh, okay, this is not good for me. So it's kind of like I dragged you in. But now I'm not dragging you to hell. I'm dragging you to pay attention. Look at what you're eating. Mm. Then you end up reading the comments. You're reading the my um, caption. You're like, oh, wow. Okay. That's how I've gotten many customers on Instagram. Do you hear what I'm saying <laughs> to you? <So>, Girl. <laughs> what do you tap in? Like, what are you thinking when you give us that eye? It's like, it's like, it's like, what is it? (laughs) Hmm. It's like, you want this. So that's what you're thinking? You want this, yeah. Because you ever, all right, you ever went on a date with a guy or you're with your man? And he gives you this look like, damn, like, yeah. And you know what he's thinking? Yeah. Because he has that look in his eye. That's what everybody always says. Like, I know you wanted it because you had that look in your eye. So I had to learn to, because after a while I stopped um, having sex. So I started taking my sexual energy, channeling it into my work. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess because it was like holding up, I still had it in me. Mm-hmm. And so I turned it into my work. So it's like, I have to make that work for me because even if I don't look at you and I'm going outside, instantly people are going to gravitate to me because of how my body is. I don't show my body on Instagram, but mm-hmm. when you see me in person, you're like, oh shit, that's not what I see, but I'm capturing you just from my eyes. Right. A lot of women use their body. I don't feel comfortable using my body because it's like, that's not what I want you here for. I want you to see what the hell I'm talking about. Right. Don't lust over me. Just pay attention to what I'm telling you. I know that's right. Yeah. So, and I always have to be mindful too because I am a face as well. So at the yeah. same time, people are going to see me in person. I don't want you seeing me in person thinking that um, <laughs> you could fuck me because you see my body on Instagram. No. Ninety <laughs> percent of the time, when people meet me, they're instantly connecting me to Munch and Mama. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I remember your reels. Yeah, your reels is like really good. Like, I learned to do this. I'm like, oh yeah, thank you. Yeah, and you know, you got that look. <laughs> that, I, I gotta use the look to pull them in. I hated it at first. Trust me, I hated it at first. I used to like be so afraid. Like, no, I don't want to do this. It's just too sexual. It's just like, uh, it's like you know what? Stop thinking about it. Just do it. 
like yes. you know what you're talking about you know and so I have to pay attention to the outfits that I'm wearing certain things certain movements it's like oh wait no don't move that way too much sometimes like my clothes don't really be on me it's just like resting on me mm-hmm. it depends on what I'm wearing um so yeah but you still do it with grace yes of course <laughs> you have to <laughs> you have to if you know and another thing is I know what I want I know that I want people to gravitate to eating healthier I know I want people to pay attention so if I need if I want this from people I have to put my intentions in my work I have to put that into what I'm doing what I'm talking about what I'm standing there or just sitting there I have to be thinking of these things so I have to make sure to not you know do a wink too hard like mm, or you know do a licking of the lip or put my face a certain way it's like you have to be mindful of everything that you do as well but I also know that at the end of the day this needs to catch somebody this needs to be on somebody's screen they holding it and screenshotting it and sending it to their friends because it's like oh shit look what was in our food that we were eating but we didn't know and we've seen it in this video right so it's a lot and that's why sometimes I gotta take a whole break because it's like oh goodness but you know them reels still be circulating and that's what I love I mean it's working for you and you're giving (laughs) you're giving what needs to be gave without selling sex you know some people do take they know that sex sells and they could be selling like yeah. watches and you know they have a watch on their ass you don't yeah. do- I'm not gonna front I did I did kind of you know step into that a little bit before because I was very comfortable with my body mm-hmm. and a lot of the times I, I a lot of females that follow me um they watch my stories a lot mm-hmm. so I felt like in the beginning people just wanted to see like is she telling the truth so I had to show my oh gosh this is crazy I had to show my progress in how I was eating and I mean it was a very it was a lot of show and tell because I was showing I was wearing bathing suits a lot so I was I was I was showing my body and it's like I'm not used to people seeing my body but it's like this is it like you actually your your health changes completely but your body actually starts to look different it looks better Right. Like, I had a stomach before and I didn't realize that that was just all like poop and starch and all that heavy food. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I didn't, I, I desperately wanted surgery. I'm not going to lie to you. I wanted to have a whole tummy tuck and the whole lipo and all that. And once I turned, you know, I, I don't want to say vegan because now it's like changing to something else. But once I changed how I eat and More I was, say it again? More health conscious. Yes. Yeah. Yes, health conscious. Um, I just noticed like everything was just filling out just right. So I'm like, I don't need to do the surgery. So I never ended up doing it. So I kept my boots, but no tummy. Yes. So yeah, you have a bum body. Even though you don't show <sighs> it. <laughs> Excuse me. No problem. Thank you. I tell my last girl. So Ken, let's get back into femininity. And how was it defined for you culturally? Ooh. Hmm. I feel like one thing for sure, you can definitely tell that different cultures have um, different views on how women should be and how women should carry themselves. And... um, being in the mix of both Caribbean households, but then I have an American side of me, and then I have American friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that I feel like Americans base theirs a lot more on um, how you how you dress. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm no. Let me not say that because you know what is a whole spectrum to this, and I haven't even seen that whole side. Right. Um, hmm. Oh wait, let me think on this one here. It's a good one because I would say like, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that question got me stumped, huh? 
even as a Caribbean woman, you do have to dress a certain way. You're, you're, you know, you you have to press your clothing. Your 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 skirt can't be past your goddamn. I feel like it's mannerisms, actually. But yeah, no, there is more of a um a push on our mannerisms and how we carry uh-huh. ourselves, or how our head is held, and how we walk, and how we address people and allow people to address us. Where just because I don't know either, because you know we're similar. I have a career, like I have. And, and basically femininity here is more so wearing pink <laughs> like just being super yeah. <laughs> just not even like explaining what it means to carry yourself a specific way just like pink and being to girly shit yeah I also feel like it's um it's how you act too mm. because a lot of women oh, a lot of women and I was one of them um, because we have to always be strong outside, we mm-hmm. don't know how to turn that off inside. And especially when we're dealing with someone who kind of doesn't really understand that we too are going through stuff and we want to grow, we want to be softer, we want things to change. Them not them adding their stress to that, it's like, okay, now I have to be rude with you and be a bitch with you. So it's like, you have no safe space. Right. You have nowhere where you can just let your arms go free and just relax because you can't relax. You can't be vulnerable. So mm-hmm. if you can't be vulnerable, then you can't rest in your feminine side. Mm-hmm. Because we do, feminine is just being soft, being vulnerable, being caring, nurturing, loving, healing, no stress. Right. Literally like a queen. Like you, you don't touch too much you just make everything look beautiful and of life and you're happy whatever you want to do be happy that's what i feel like Like femininity is i like that i like how you defined it and just to wrap that was a a definition (laughs) i mean no that's not a definition like i mean that's a personal definition that also like like the actual definition and i'm just saying i like the way you said it because um, a lot of these feminine conversations have to do with just being a girl and just wearing pink and being soft. That last week, but sadly, our conversation, excuse me, was corrupted where she said that femininity for her is the balance of having good feminine and masculine energy and for me i agree but that's just that's just my you know my interpretation of it i don't believe that femininity is just do have feminine men even if men are cisgendered or they're not you know gay there are feminine men not to say that you know um yeah alpha beta men and all you know there's things to it and um a lot of these spaces just make it exclusive just to women and wearing pink and having short nails and just doing very materialistic things and not diving into um well not, not all of them but the ones that are super popular they don't dive into what does it mean to be feminine on the inside? And they always relate that shit back to a man. Like, Jesus, why you don't want to yeah. be good for yourself? Yeah. <laughs> why yeah. don't you want to go for yourself? But anyway. And I feel like the best time to tap into that is when you're really single. Like, literally not talking to anyone else. Not engaging. Like, it's the best time to find yourself. Nah, yeah. And for our, 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 our people who are listening and you're not single, but you want to tap into yourself and learning more about you you can do that because you know i am i'm not single but i've been with my person how long have we, we've been all together for almost a decade and what girl yeah <laughs> i love it i love it <laughs> <laughs> up until almost 30 is like you know you kind when do i get to learn myself independent of my partner so i do want to start dating myself um, taking myself out on trips and stuff like that just so I get to understand and learn me independent of my family, my sister or my boyfriend, you know so it, it, you it, have this beautiful podcast so that's another way I'm sorry to cut you off that's, that's another okay. way for you to still have your individuality yeah 
And thank you. I love it. Last but not least, this is our last yeah. question to end. I can't, we had a lovely conversation. It's almost been an hour. Oh, um, what? I know, right? <laughs> Who is a hood femme that inspires you? It doesn't have to be anybody. Oh. It could even be a, your mom or a, you know. A hood femme. I would say, I would say my grandmother on my dad's side. Because, hear me out, right? I feel like um, American older women they move different, mm-hmm. and I love how they move. It's like they're very no nonsense. Like, don't play with me. Like, I've been here before you. I know what's going on, mm-hmm. and but she does it with like such. Like calmness. Like when I was younger, that's how she used to talk to me. Um, I haven't spoken to her in years. The last time I seen her was when my son was born. But from that, I remember that. Um, my mom too. Definitely my mom because she's very vulgar even now. <laughs> she she doesn't hold anything back. Like she'll tell me like it is, and she's always telling me to pay attention to mm. people look people in the eyes for who they are you know she says a bunch of other stuff but that's one thing like even as an adult it still sticks out to me because it's like nowadays you don't know who's real and who's fake right and a lot of people will fake being a person just for the time being but it's like are you really that way so it's like you always have to meet people for who they are at that very moment mm-hmm. not think about potential and all that shit like see who they are right now and looking in the eyes does that is a dead giveaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Well, Dainty, I loved having this conversation with you. Thank, Thank you for your Actually, one more question before we go. How can a woman living in the hood, growing up in the inner city, how can they introduce luxury into their life? Oh, well, see, okay. What kind of luxury? Like material luxury or like self-care luxury? Any way, you, any which way you think a person starting off I think self-care luxury. Mm-hmm. And I say exfoliate your skin more. Let's get the skin glowing. Let's get the skin looking poreless. You know, taking care of yourself. Like, you know, doing your little kitty waxes and making sure you're... I mean, if you want to do that, if not, then whatever taking care of our hair our natural hair mm-hmm. because now you're putting energy and you're putting love into yourself and you're making sure you look good from inside underneath all the makeup and the wigs and stuff you look good and when you want to do all that extraness it's just adding on to you it's not masking anything right. so definitely a luxury would be taking care of yourself even if you're not spending big bucks literally everything to make sure your body look good is in your pantry you use brown sugar some coconut oil you make an exfoliant um, coconut oil is like great for your body and your hair so it's like you don't have to do anything crazy nice awesome let's say like that huh? I sound like work my <laughs> work voice awesome um, oh my again Dainty it was a pleasure speaking with thank you thank you doll on the podcast you said things yeah. so well and eloquently mm. and I'm going to see, oh, tell people where they can find you, find your recipes, find content. Yes, so my recipes, oh my gosh. Um, I did have my website, but I put it down because I need to change everything. My Instagram is Chef Dainty More. That's all, Chef Dainty More, M-O-O-R-E. And what else? My reels are, I'm going to start doing my reels again in January. I've taken a two-month break. I, I need to hurry up. Huh? I actually I noticed. Yeah, I needed I needed to take off a lot of time and just because everything is changing with Instagram, so it's like I have to always try to stay on it. I don't know how those content creators do it, where they're still content creating and, and putting out. It's, it's like it's changing too much. Just give me a time. <laughs> um. <laughs> so yeah, I am coming back up to New York. I'm gonna probably try to do some more pop ups. Um, this February and the ending of January. So I'm going to let you know about that too. 
Okay, we did that shit. <laughs> all right, Daisy, have a good night, and I'm gonna edit Thank this. Thank you, though. Be as possible. Awesome. Later. And send me this, so let me hear it. And if I don't like it, then girl, we gonna have to do this again. Okay. So before I share with everybody, I'm gonna see if I can just share it with you. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. No problem. Okay. Later. Bye. Okay.